I really want to thank Miro, one of the most useful tools. They sponsor this podcast. They are my go-to resource when it comes to working remotely and collaborating. They're also great for an office, but let me paint a picture for you. Everyone here is working from home in some capacity. Either we have peers that work from home, maybe we're part in the office, part out. Collaboration can be chaotic. Miro is the ultimate digital whiteboard and visual collaboration platform. You could be a remote team, you could be a creative agency, you could be a solopreneur. Miro allows you to brainstorm, plan, and execute seamlessly. Picture this, you're in a virtual meeting mapping out a huge project with Miro. You can drag and drop sticky notes, sketch wireframes, organize ideas all in real time. You collaborate with your team no matter where they are. This is a game changer. If you are ready to transform your workflow, you have to try Miro today. To show you how powerful it is, I created my own Miro board that you can check out at Miro.com slash success pod. It has a ton of resources for entrepreneurs, but it will also show you all the functionality of Miro. So go to Miro.com or go to Miro.com slash success pod for a ton of resources. Try Miro today. It's going to radically change how you collaborate with your team. Welcome to Success Story, the most useful podcast in the world. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. The Success Story podcast is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. The HubSpot Podcast Network has other amazing podcasts like No Straight Path, hosted by Ashley Menzies Babatunde. Now, by shedding light on the stories behind the shiny resumes, social media highlights, and job titles, No Straight Path aims to humanize success from the millennial perspective. Featuring guests from all walks of life, No Straight Path aims to inspire conversations around the nuanced perspectives of success. Now, if some of these topics at home, you're going to love this show. Success is all about maximizing happiness. An interview with Esther Agbaji about finding your voice. Success is communal with Yvonne Doc Aswad. Now, if these topics are interesting to you, make sure to check out No Straight Path wherever you listen to your podcast. Today, my guest is Dean Karnazes, also known as the ultra marathon man or quote unquote, the perfect human. He popularized ultra marathons with his book, Ultra Marathon Man, Confessions of an All Night Runner. He once ran 50 marathons in 50 states in 50 consecutive days, and he has run 350 continuous miles. He is a recipient of the President's Council on Sports, Fitness, and Nutrition Lifetime Achievement Award and one of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People in the World. He's a New York Times bestselling author, and his latest book is called A Runner's High. He's also an entrepreneur and investor and serves on the board of several startups, including Nick's Biosensors Outfit and Speedland. Now, we spoke about personal health and well-being, pushing through barriers and walls, mental state, performance, as well as how to achieve optimal human performance and flow state. So, I mean, I used to love to run home from school when I was a young boy, like in kindergarten, literally when I was five and six years old, I remember uh, sitting in class just being so restless. And when the bell would ring, I would just dash out of there and sprint home. So those are my, like my earliest childhood recollections. Uh, I ran competitively when I was in high school on the cross country team. And then I stopped running altogether. And, you know, I, I somehow graduated from high school. I went to uh, college and then I went to graduate school. And then I decided I need a business degree, so I got an MBA, and I had a very comfortable corporate job in San Francisco. And on the night of my 30th birthday, I was in a bar, you know, doing what a lot of folks do on their 30th birthday. And at midnight, I told my buddies I was leaving. 
And they said, but, you know, where are you going? Let's have another round of tequila. It, you know, it's only midnight. Um, it's your 30th birthday. And I said, no, I'm going to run 30 miles right now instead to celebrate my 30th birthday. And they looked at me and they said, but you're not a runner. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I said, I am, but I'm still going to do it. And I'll never forget, I walked out of the bar and I didn't even own running gear, but I had on these comfortable, like, uh, silk boxer shorts, these silk underwear. So I peeled off my pants and just threw them down the alleyway and stumbled off into the night heading south, knowing that um, a city called Half Moon Bay was 30 miles away. And I said, you know, just run to Half Moon Bay. And uh, that night uh, forever changed the course of my life. I somehow I made straight through the night and decided that the next day I was going to quit my job and become a runner. How do you even... Oh my God, that's such a, you know, like that's the kind of story that gives somebody chills. And I know, I know that if people have, you know, you've written a couple of books now and you, and you told your story. So some people have heard the story before, but if you haven't, that's incredibly inspiring. Now, when you did this, um, obviously you probably sobered up halfway through and thought, what the hell am I doing? And then you kept going for the other, <laughs> the other, I don't know, 10, 15 miles, however long it took you to sober up as you're running through the night. But what, what do you think, what do you think? is that driver what do you think you know is it your mindset that allows you to just do this stuff because that's not normal you know it's not normal no one no one ever would say that's a normal thing for somebody to do you know being in business was not normal to me i it just wasn't it gotcha. wasn't me you know even though i went and got a business degree and you know was making a lot of money i had you know great stock options all of that stuff i just wasn't happy and i wasn't fulfilled and, you know, I just thought at 30 years old, you know, you're either going to stick to this job, you know, and end up being really out of shape, you know, turning 50 and being really yeah. out of shape, you know, maybe being wealthy and driving a red sports car, but being completely unfulfilled with your life, or you're going to do what you really love. And what I really love is adventure. And, you know, running is part of that. I mean, running, I think, is the means for adventure. But if you look at the way I approach running, it's it's not necessarily traditional. Like when you think of a runner, you think of someone who goes to races and around a track. Uh, I'm just not that guy. I mean, I'm the guy who goes and runs a hundred miles through the mountains, you know, through the wilderness uh, and runs across the Sahara desert, you know, runs a marathon to the South pole. So to me, it was all about adventure and, and doing what I really loved. Dude, that's awesome. Um, and you know, the next day when you, when you quit that job, What's the, what's the, what's the first version of Dean is like running as a profession because now you're right. And I want, I want you to, I want you to walk through some of the stuff that you've done in your, in your running career, but where do you even, where do you even start? Like, where do you, you know, cause I guess the, the, the mind of a runner when they're young, you know, they, they do track and then maybe they want to go and I'm not, I'm not a runner. So I'm, I'm actually curious, like, is the natural progression, like to the Olympics, like, would that be like the epitome of what a runner wants to do? And then after that, it's sponsorship and endorsement deals. Like you're 30, you're probably well past the age of many people that have been paid to do this in some form. So how do you even envision what running is as a business for you? Yeah, well, that's a good question. I mean, a lot of people say that there's so many lessons from, you know, sports and athletics that translate to business. But yeah. I'll also say there are lessons from business for me that translated into running career. So I thought, you know, to your point, uh, you don't race races on the track. You're 30 years old, so you're never going to be that competitive, you know, with, with younger folks in, in you know, shorter distance races. And the races you love to do, there's no prize money. You, know, you get a belt buckle if you, if you finish. 
if you're lucky enough to finish, because not everyone does finish. Uh, so, you know, how do you pay the bills, right? How do you keep the lights yeah. on? So I thought, okay, well, you need to work with sponsors. So I started working yeah. with some sponsors. Uh, I started giving some keynote talks, you know, to corporate corporations. <clears throat> so built up a little practice there. Uh, I, I've written five books now. So, you know, through book sales and royalties and all of that, there's some flow. Uh, and yeah. also I was starting to get a lot of products like sent to me. Like, do you wouldn't believe the things that show up on my doorstep? And, you know, a lot of this stuff is just garbage, honestly. But some of it's pretty interesting. So when I come across something interesting, I contact the company and say, hey, you know, one, are you looking for any potential, you know, investment, angel investment? And two, uh, you know, would you be willing to put me on your board? And I could right. company. And, and that way, um, I've, you know, I've got probably half a day, well, probably close to a dozen companies right now that I'm working with where I'm actually an investor. So, you know, uh, company and some yeah. of them have had liquidity events. Others are, you know, looking really promising. So that's another way of kind of piecing things together. Very smart. So you, so this is, this is, so normally it's like, I try and take, I try and take like the, the lessons, you know, like when you talk about business, like, you know, like football coaches come up a lot because they talk about various like, business concepts and coaching and how to build a team and stuff so you've actually gone the opposite end you took some of your business lessons applied it to your own career that's incredible now i actually but i i, I want to focus on i still want to focus on some of the incredible stuff that you've done so you start this career as a runner um you've done some absolutely like mind-boggling i didn't even know they existed things over your career how do you how do you decide what to go like when you run across the Sahara, when you run to, uh, you know, when you're doing these 50 marathons and 50 days, like all these different things that you've done, like all these milestones that you've achieved. And I have like, I have, I have a list of them here, but what, how do you even choose what to do next? How do you decide this is the next incredible human feat that I don't even know. Are these things that people have done before? Or are these things that you're just doing that just seem like, insane things that nobody's ever attempted before that you just want to tackle head on where where's your head at when you choose these yeah i mean i just i just look for the most outrageous <laughs> kind of adventure possible and say can it be done um you know i there's a i heard a guy speaking at the boston marathon for instance and he yeah. was talking about being a member of the 50 state club and he said, you know, there's marathons in all of the 50 states. And I'm, you know, if you run a marathon in each one, you get to be a member of this club. And I asked him how long it took him to do it. And he said it took uh, about eight and a half years. And I thought, <laughs> I don't know if I'll be alive in eight and a half <laughs> So it'd be impossible. Like a lot of people say, I can't even get out of bed the next morning after running one marathon. You know, how can you possibly run 50 marathons in 50 days? let alone in all of the 50 states, so all the travel involved. And I thought, it just an amazing adventure. And, you know, the only way to find out if it's possible is to try it. So that's how, you know, that one came about. I'm, you know, when I ran, I went to ran 350 miles continuously. And I just thought, yeah. you know, how without far sleep? can you go? <laughs> With, without well, sleep? It was three nights without sleep. I, you know, I should qualify that. I actually, um, on the third night, I woke up. Uh, in the middle of the road, and I kind of meandered back over the shoulder, and it happened again. Sleep running, so people say, "Did Jeez. you sleep?" And I'm like, 
I mean, I didn't stop and sleep, but I kind of slept while I was running. But uh, I just want to see. That's incredible, man. And 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 do you think that when you take these things on, do you think like it's more like a mindset or a physical training or a combination of both that really allows you to achieve some of this of, of some of this stuff? Yeah, there's a there's a race that I do. It's called the the Western States 100. And I think there's a saying with with it up pretty well. Um, you know, you run the first 50 miles with your legs and the next 50 miles with your mind. I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Trends. Now looking to start a business, but you're not sure where to start? Trends can help. The Trends community tells you the next big thing months before everyone else. Sign up to Trends to get analyst vetted business ideas and market trend reports delivered straight to your inbox weekly. Plus, you'll get instant access to online training events and an active community of over 16,000 business owners, investors, and entrepreneurs. Backed by HubSpot and The Hustle, Trends provides you with the tools to help build and grow your business. What are you waiting for? Get a seven-day trial of Trends for only $1 at trends.co slash MFM. So after the success, you've achieved milestone after milestone after milestone. So what gets you out of bed in the morning now? What gets you excited? Because now you're doing things that like you've already done the craziest shit that you could possibly ever do. You know, run to the South Pole, you run across deserts, you, you know, sleep run. So what gets you excited now? More crazy shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I just got I was saying before the interview, I just got back from a, a month long trip to Australia. Yeah. So I, uh, I ran with a group of four people a thousand miles across Australia. I'm leaving uh, on Friday in a couple of days to go to Greece for five weeks to do some filming and some more racing uh, to run 10 marathons in 10 days at, at one location. And, you know, th those are the short term plans. You know, the, the long term plan uh, is to run from the lowest point on Earth to the highest point on Earth. So to run from the Dead Sea to the top of Mount Everest. And that is hopefully going to happen in 2023. You've, you've had a lot of stuff pushed off, I'm assuming, because of COVID, I guess. But even like, you know, even when I, even when I saw you on Instagram, this is actually a good point. This is like, again, it's about that mindset. Like, it's about like, you, it doesn't matter what happens to you, you're pushing through it. Because on your Instagram, when we were first thinking up about this podcast, you're doing like the most crazy hotel workouts <laughs> I've ever seen. I, I can't even remember what they were now, but I was like, my God, that guy's dedicated. Like, I'm, I'm somebody who also likes working out when I'm on vacation and I use hotel gyms and whatnot, but I don't think I've ever gotten to the point where I've, you were like makeshifting a gym inside your hotel room. So there's something yeah, to be said no, for I mean, that. It was, it was two weeks in that hotel room. And, you know, there's a couple of commitments I made going into it. One is that uh, I wouldn't sit down from the moment getting out of bed. I would not sit down until I went back to sleep. So all day long I was on my feet, uh, which is, you know, in a 350 square foot hotel room, <laughs> you know, I, I probably covered every square molecule of space in there. Um, I remember one day I woke up, I was looking for new challenges like every day. And one day I said, okay, today I'm going to do 500 burpees. So I did uh, 10 sets of 50 burpees. So I did 500 burpees in one day, but you're right. I mean, it was, that was a mental game. Like I think none other I've played because, you know, occupying your time uh, in that small of an area for two weeks required some creativity. So 
you mentioned something and this is sort of a common theme like this, like even like when you're in something like a hotel quarantine or you're just trying to run from the lowest point in the world to the highest point in the world, it's mindset. What tips do you have for getting your mind right to actually accomplish this stuff? Like how do you actually set yourself up so that you are in the right mental state to go after these challenges? You know, one I think is to have a goal uh, because, you know, if, if you don't have a goal, you're, you know, you're, you're, what you know you're not moving in the right direction you're moving in any random direction so once you have formed a, a vision of a goal then you can fill in the blanks like how do you how do you get there <laughs> you know how, how do you achieve what you want to set out to do and you know to me it all starts with having that goal and you know the the, the back end work is is largely about problem solving because inevitably when you try to do some of these adventures that i've done it's you know how, how do you how do you run 50 marathons in 50 states in 50 days? There's a shitload of logistics. So, you know, mm -hmm. how do you how do you do the logistics? So I worked with a, an agency that coordinates the Olympic torch run across the U.S. And I had them do all the logistics because they're you know experts at logistics and planning. Uh, you know, how do you fund this whole thing? Well, I, I partnered with a company called The North Face. And, you know, we built a deck and we pitched it to other outside sponsors like Toyota sponsored it and nature's path and Timex watches. So it's all about problem solving, but it starts with having this kind of, you know, this, this term gets thrown around a bit, a, a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. And then, you know, working backwards from there, kind of reverse engineering into it. I want to take a second and thank Indeed. They're a huge sponsor of the Success Story podcast. And as business leaders, we're all driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. It's to match with Indeed. Now, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. You need to ditch the busy work. You need to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster, all the tools you need are in one spot. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now, as a business owner, I always remember when my company hits a growth spurt. It's great, but then you realize that things start to break. Things are taking three times as long. Manual processes start to bury your team in paperwork and admin, and you really don't have one reliable source of data or truth to understand how healthy your business is. If this sounds familiar, you have to know three numbers. 37,000, that's how many businesses have upgraded to NetSuite, the number one cloud financial system. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years streamlining accounting, inventory, HR, and more for growing companies. And one, because your business truly is one of a kind, NetSuite gives you customized solutions so you can manage everything about your business in one place, from inventory to invoicing, one powerfully efficient system. I love having all of my data in one spot NetSuite allows me to do that. It gives me the big picture so I can make smarter decisions. And they turn complex financials into understandable 
actionable insights. Right now, you can get NetSuite's popular KPI checklist for free to help improve your business. It's designed to help you boost performance across key areas of your business. Go to netsuite.com slash scottclary to download the checklist and see how one complete system can transform your growth. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. Get more control in your business with NetSuite. Just a quick question. Have you ever had one of those oh no moments when you realize that you accidentally deleted a huge file or worse, your whole computer dies? I know I have. It's happened to me a lot, but don't sweat it. The sponsor of today's episode, Backblaze, they have your back. It is unlimited backups for all your Macs, your PCs, or even your whole company. And it's really affordable, under a hundred bucks a year. If you're running a business, they take the stress out of protecting everyone's data. If you need more bells and whistles for compliance, so on and so forth, they have enterprise options too. Honestly, losing data sucks, but Backblaze makes getting it back easy. They have restored billions of files. They offer tons of restore options, including rapid recovery in an event of data loss or ransomware. And you can access your backed up data from everywhere and anywhere in the world using their web app, iOS, or Android apps. It's been recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and tons more. And best, you can try it fully featured with no risk at backblaze.com story. They set up that link for all Success Story podcast listeners. That is a no-risk free trial at backblaze.com slash story. Seriously, back up your stuff. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all success story podcast listeners get 20% off your delete me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout the only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout j-o-i-n-d-e-l-e-t-e-m-e.com slash success I want to thank Belay for sponsoring today's episode. They provide solutions that all of us need. They help us get back more of our time because time is the most precious resource. A lot of you listening are business leaders, entrepreneurs. You know that if you spend your time incorrectly, it can make or break your business, your personal, professional relationships. It can completely sidetrack you and stop you from reaching your goals. So I'm going to ask you, are you protecting your time? How much of your day is eaten up by tasks that could have been done by someone else? Wouldn't you rather spend your time on things that truly matter? The answer should be yes, because you have to, to move the needle on whatever it is you're trying to build. That's where Belay comes in. They are the nation's largest pool of exceptional 
U.S.-based talent. Belay offers flexible staffing solutions to free you up. Need a virtual assistant to conquer those pesky administrative tasks or maybe an accounting professional to really keep your finances in order? Belay can help with all that and way more. Their personalized matching process saves you the headache of hiring by finding the perfect match for your needs in as little as a week. Focus on what matters the most with the help from Belay. Text SUCCESS, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to learn more and get started. And you do that with everything. So that's such a, it's such a powerful, it's such a powerful process because you do that with something as physically grueling as this, but this could be, this could be, you know, applied to quite literally anything you want to achieve in your life. Um, do you, do you apply that same mindset when you're going on like another business venture? I'm assuming if you can absolutely kill, a, you know, an incredible athletic endeavor, like launching a book now or writing another book seems like way less scary because you already, you know, the mindset that it's going to take to achieve that thing. Yeah. It's uh, 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so writing, writing when a you, book, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a lot of grunt work. I mean, anyone who's written a book can attest to this. It's, it's not glamorous work. You know, you, you, it's a lot of word crafting. It's a lot of yeah. staring at a blank page, trying to come up with a, you know, a sentence structure that works. So it's a lot of just blocking and tackling uh, that makes it good. And what did you, and let's unpack like the most recent, like the most recent book that you actually put out, like a runner's high, like this is why, um, this is how we, this is how we synced up. And this is, you know, I know that you want to talk about this a little bit. So what's the, what's the goal? Like, what's the takeaway that you wanted to deliver in this book? Cause now you've put out five books. So what's the, the, the main theme for this one? Yeah, well, I wanted to live up to the title. So, uh, you know, I wanted someone to get a runner's high from reading a book and seeing if that was possible. So I wanted the book to be propulsive from the very first sentence. I wanted the reader to be hooked and just be turning the pages and be engaged and be in my shoes. So I really wanted to put the reader in my shoes and vivid and lively and, uh, and, and get someone kind of motivated and inspired. You know, there's a lot of training books on running out there. There's a mm -hmm. lot of prescriptive books. And to me, you know, the, 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 the real magic is in writing a book that motivates someone to get out there and because we all know, hey, you know, we, we should be following this training program or, you know, this is the protocol we should be, um, you know, uh, dedicating ourselves to. But getting yourself out the door is a different story. So I wanted to write a book that got people out the door, that really inspired them and just gave them the energy like, yeah, I want to go running right now. And and how do they how so say they have the motivation and they know it's right. So let's let's learn from the arguably best person in the world to ask, say you want to take up running, what are some of the things that you should actually do? What are some of the steps that if I wanted to turn this into a hobby of mine, because obviously an incredibly important thing to do to be healthy, and I am, let's use your example, say I'm 30, say I'm 40, say I haven't done anything in the past 10 years, I, I feel like I'm speaking from my own, now I'm just asking you myself, because if I went for a 30 mile run, I'd, I'd have my ass handed to me. Like I'd, I'd get my ass kicked. So what are the first steps you take? Yeah, I always advise people to start from the ground up. So invest in a good pair of shoes. Uh, you know, running footwear technology has advanced so much in the past three years. Um, it's, it's amazing how much difference a good shoe could make. 
So visit a, a local running specialty store uh, and have them fit you in a you know, good pair of running shoes. And then I say, uh, don't run for distance, for time. Try to run for five continuous minutes. And I know to any you know, trained runner, they're gonna say, well, that's crazy. That's not even the beginning of a warm-up." But for someone who's just starting out, to run five minutes continuously is, is tough. And, you know, the, the goal is to not run for three minutes really, really fast and walk for two minutes, but to run continuously for five minutes. And uh, once you can achieve that, <clears throat> I say try to run for 10 minutes and then try to run for 15 continuous minutes. And for 15 continuous minutes, then you can start tracking distance. You know, a smartphone to do that or, you know, any any of the, you know, the the timepieces these days, an iWatch yeah. or a Garmin or a Fitbit, they do a really good job of monitoring your distance and your pace. And when you when you run, um, let's talk about even some of the benefits because you mentioned like a runner's high and that like I guess that's a serotonin release when you're running and that comes with a lot of uh, you know activity. So what are some of the benefits potentially for your? Uh, personal health and well-being. I think there's some obvious ones there, but in other aspects of your life as well, there must be some benefits to taking on a hobby like running. I'd love to hear your opinion on that. You know, creativity. Uh, you know, there's motion stirs emotion. So I do a lot of my writing while I'm running. So I just dictate into my phone to my voice recorder. And when you're running, you have some of your clearest thoughts. It's the, you know, it's the one time where I'm just not bombarded with continuous noise, you know, be it advertisements or Twitter feeds, you know, when I go run, I think for myself. So I do a lot of writing while I'm running. Uh, you know, the other thing is that your sleep quality improves. <clears throat> your, um, I think your interpersonal relationships improve as well. Running is very humbling. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. You, uh, it, it definitely puts you in your place. So it keeps you humble. It keeps you grounded. And, uh, and everything else you just, you know, said about physiologically, the, the changes uh, in a runner are all very positive. So, you know, they're really, to me, there are no downsides to running. You know, people say, well, what about my back and what about my joints? But many, many studies have documented that running is actually good for these things. People are in better physical condition because of running, not worse physical condition. And one other, so when you run okay so we're just to to sort of summarize you're making sure you have the right equipment you're starting so that you can maintain some sort of continuous pace and then the 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 benefits uh psychologically physiologically are there for sure and i'm just curious about that point when you said you have your clearest thoughts when you're running do you know if there's because i've actually experienced this before myself when i've when i've worked out or whatnot and i'm just curious if you is there a science behind why that is why you think clearer why you think better perhaps when you're when you're doing physical activity there's a lot of theories around it and i think the the most recent theory that uh you know is is coming to vogue is that it's something called uh, endocannabinoids <laughs> and really cannabinoids, okay. yeah just what they how they sound so yeah. they've taken runners and they've given them a, a drug that that basically blocks endorphins because they thought a runner's high was from endorphins so these runners would go running and they take a drug that blocked endorphins and they high and they found that we have cannabinoids that we produce that are just like 
cannabis, you know, like CBD. And uh, they're in higher, much higher levels uh, in a runner than a layperson. So I think that has something, probably has something to do with it chemically. Interesting. So and that, I, I just want yeah. it could be for numbing the pain. <laughs> yeah, you secrete these things to numb pain. Yeah. When you when you run, do you feel like you have to be a competitive person to take up running? I think that, you know, anyone who picks up my books, especially this most recent one, A Runner's High, uh, you know, I talk a lot about me. It's nothing other than the joy of running. So I certainly like to compete and I certainly do a lot of competition. We like to run just for the just for the sake of running itself, just for play. If you can run view running as play, you know, as adult play, if you will, uh, mm -hmm. it takes on a whole new dimension. Yeah, I think that that's an interesting an interesting perspective for people that were at one point in their lives uh, competitive, athletic, and they want to understand what to do to maintain like their longevity, uh, you know, their health. And I think that competing against yourself in some regard is, is therapeutic. It's very important to do, but I just, I think that that's something that people should take away because I know that you speak about your ability to just be happy with your own self competition. And I think that that's something that, I think that's something that can actually uh, just like you mentioned before in your, in your other aspects of your life, like that can help you compete with yourself and push yourself to be better in almost everything. Like I've only experienced it. I've never been a professional runner, but I've only experienced it through the lens of like, like weightlifting or, or sports. But you, if you compete against yourself and you push yourself and you be better, like apply that mindset to other parts of your life. Yeah. So that, I think that's a lesson that some, something that I think would be applicable in, in running for sure. And then I'm going to try and dovetail that into life is when you hit a wall, how do you keep going? Because everybody hits that when they're running for sure, when they just feel like they can't push past. But when you push past, that's when I guess you that's that's the point you're trying to get to. Right. Pushing past that wall. Yeah, it's funny. I've, I've really um, done a lot of kind of uh, introspection on where my head goes when I feel like I can't keep going. So, you know, that might be mile 75 during a 100 mile race where, you know, you've, you've run three quarters of the race, uh, but you still have 25 miles to go. And, you know, you might sit down and think, I can't even <clears throat> I can't even stand up right now. How am I going to run another 25 miles? And what I found is that uh, in those sort of circumstances, what I don't do is think about the finish anymore. I don't think about anything except the current present moment of time, the here and now. I don't reflect on the past. I just say, be the best you can be in this instant. So get up, just stand up. Start by standing up. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm up. Okay, start, start moving forward. Just put one foot in front of the next. And all I focus on is take your next step to the best of your ability. Okay, take your next step to the best of your ability. I don't think I've still got 25 miles to go. I don't think, you know, in five miles there's another aid station. I don't reflect on the past. All I think about is take your next step to the best of your ability. And it takes some discipline to, to put yourself in the here and now. I mean, our, our minds are so active, aren't they? Even, even now as we're having this conversation, you know, there are probably a thousand things going on in the background of your head. Uh, and as, as the listeners yeah. and the viewers, you're thinking about a lot of things. 
but I don't think about anything except taking my next step to the best of my ability and just executing in that moment. And I've gotten through some really tough periods, both in running and in life, by just being present in the here and now. So when you are hitting that wall, you're clear. And how do you, how do you clear your mind of everything else? How do you do? Like, is it just practice? I'm curious because I'm. You're right. Every time, everything we're doing in life, business, sports, we have like a billion things going on in our life that we can't remove so easily. So how do you do that? It really takes discipline. It takes just when your mind starts to wander, consciously pulling your mind back to the here and now. And, you know, some, sometimes I can do this and get into a state of, you know, quote unquote flow. It's almost like a Zen-like state where I don't have to think about coming back to the here and now. I just am there and I can be there for three or four hours and not even have to try. Other times my mind just starts flittering off and I've got to say, come back to the here and now, come back to the present. And that's why to me, you know, especially when running, it's, it's just the next footstep. If I can just say, just focus on the next footstep, uh, just the next footstep, that seems to get me back into the present moment of time. I know what I need to do, and that's cover another 25 miles. So there's no need thinking about it more and more. All there needs to be that needs to happen is I need to execute. And to execute, that means relentless forward progress. Just take that next step. Amazing. Okay, man. Um, I want to to finish these off. I want to ask a couple like rapid fire just from your career, just to to make sure that people know where to go. So if people want to go connect with you, if they want to go check out the new book, uh, website, social, where should they go? <laughs> just Google. Um, someone told me if you Google Dean, I'm the first person that comes up. So name and yeah, I'm, you know, I've got a website. I'm on social media. <laughs> For real. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. All right. So if anybody, just to make sure if anyone's listening, so Dean and then uh, Car- so K-A-R-N-A-Z-E-S and you'll, you'll find all of his stuff. All right. Uh, let's go into a couple rapid fire. So out of your entire career, uh, biggest challenge you've had in your career, what was it? Well, how did you overcome it? I'm cutting out now. So I heard uh, something in my career. How did you overcome it? But I didn't hear what it was. <laughs> Oh, the big, the biggest challenge, the biggest uh, challenge say, you've had you know, in your what's career. What's been the toughest ultra marathon you've ever run? And I would say uh, raising a teenage daughter. <laughs> <Not> compared <laughs> to that. Good, very good. Um, and you're still overcoming it every single day. So I don't think that's you. You haven't finished yet. Traumatized for life with that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, one person, you have to pick one person, there's been many, but pick one person who's been impactful in your life. Who was it? And what did they teach you? You know, I would say it was my dad. And, you know, what he taught me is that it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down. Uh, what matters most is how many times you get back up. So he was just a very resilient guy. And he, he gave me that gift of endurance. Amazing. That's a good lesson. Um, a book or a podcast or something that you've read or checked out that you would suggest somebody else go read or, or listen to? <laughs> well, I'm 100% Greek. So if you haven't read Homer, you owe it to yourself. I mean, <laughs> that. that's a good one. That's the first time anyone's recommended that on this show. So that's good. Very good. Um, if you could uh, tell your 20 year old self one thing, what would it be? 
uh, don't take yourself so seriously. You know, have fun. Life is a journey and, you know, enjoy the ride. Good. And then last question, what does success mean to you? Uh, success means being the person that you are. And anything less than that is a sin. So being true to yourself. You know, again, I'm 100% Greek. Uh, you know, the Oracle of Delphi said, know thyself and, and be thyself. And if you can do both those things, you're successful. I want to take a second and thank Indeed. They're a huge sponsor of the Success Story podcast. And as business leaders, we're all driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. It's to match with Indeed. Now, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. You need to ditch the busy work. You need to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster, all the tools you need are in one spot. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now, as a business owner, I always remember when my company hits a growth spurt. It's great, but then you realize that things start to break. Things are taking three times as long. Manual processes start to bury your team in paperwork and admin, and you really don't have one reliable source of data or truth to understand how healthy your business is. If this sounds familiar, you have to know three numbers. 37,000, that's how many businesses have upgraded to NetSuite, the number one cloud financial system. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years streamlining accounting, inventory, HR, and more for growing companies. And one, because your business truly is one of a kind, NetSuite gives you customized solutions so you can manage everything about your business in one place, from inventory to invoicing, one powerfully efficient system. I love having all of my data in one spot NetSuite allows me to do that. It gives me the big picture so I can make smarter decisions. And they turn complex financials into understandable, actionable insights. Right now, you can get NetSuite's popular KPI checklist for free to help improve your business. It's designed to help you boost performance across key areas of your business. Go to netsuite.com slash Clary to download the checklist and see how one complete system can transform your growth. That's netsuite.com slash Scott Clary. Get more control in your business with NetSuite. Just a quick question. Have you ever had one of those oh no moments when you realize that you accidentally deleted a huge file or worse, your whole computer dies? I know I have. It's happened to me a lot, but don't sweat it. The sponsor of today's episode, Backblaze, they have your back. It is unlimited backups for all your Macs, your PCs, or even your whole company. And it's really affordable under a hundred bucks a year. 
If you're running a business, they take the stress out of protecting everyone's data. If you need more bells and whistles for compliance, so on and so forth, they have enterprise options too. Honestly, losing data sucks, but Backblaze makes getting it back easy. They have restored billions of files. They offer tons of restore options, including rapid recovery in an event of data loss or ransomware. And you can access your backed up data from everywhere and anywhere in the world using their web app, iOS, or Android apps. It's been recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and tons more. And best, you can try it fully featured with no risk at backblaze.com story. They set up that link for all success story podcast listeners. That is a no risk free trial at backblaze.com slash story. Seriously, back up your stuff. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all success story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeletemecom slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. I want to thank Belay for sponsoring today's episode. They provide solutions that all of us need. They help us get back more of our time because time is the most precious resource. A lot of you listening our business leaders, entrepreneurs, you know that if you spend your time incorrectly, it can make or break your business, your personal, professional relationships. It can completely sidetrack you and stop you from reaching your goals. So I'm going to ask you, are you protecting your time? How much of your day is eaten up by tasks that could have been done by someone else? Wouldn't you rather spend your time on things that truly matter? The answer should be yes, because you have to, to move the needle on whatever it is you're trying to build. That's where Belay comes in. They are the nation's largest pool of exceptional US-based talent. Belay offers flexible staffing solutions to free you up. Need a virtual assistant to conquer those pesky administrative tasks or maybe an accounting professional to really keep your finances in order. Belay can help with all that and way more. Their personalized matching process saves you the headache of hiring by finding the perfect match for your needs in as little as a week. Focus on what matters the most with the help from Belay. Text SUCCESS, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to learn more and get started.